You're listening to the Counterculture Mom Show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. Have you ever felt like a world is in a downward spiral towards destruction and that the whole thing has been planned? If so, you're on the right track. Tenocracy may not be a term you hear thrown around much, but it has huge relevance to us today. We're going to hear how it began and how it's negatively affecting our world right now. Patrick Wood is a leading and critical expert on sustainable development, green economy, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, and historic tenocracy. He is the author of Tenocracy Rising, the Trojan Horse of Global Transformation, and co-author of Trilaterals Over Washington, Volumes 1 and 2. I'm Tina Griffin. You're tuning in to another episode of the Counterculture Mom Show. Quick shout out to our friends at Caruso.com, Caruso.com, where you can find shirts like this one I'm sporting at the moment. Patriotic, bold statements that get the conversations going. Buy, wear, share. Let's save this country together. Go to Caruso.com, get your goods or presents for the holiday season, and use code TINA at checkout to save 15% off your entire order. That's TINA at checkout for 15% off. This is Climate Change Hoax Theme of the Week, people. I'm with author and lecturer Patrick Wood to blow this thing wide open. Patrick, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. So good to be with you. Thank you. You too. I'm, I tell everybody this whole theme of the week here that I'm anti-clone, but I want to clone you and everybody else that's been in our program so far this week. <laughs> Your information has to get out to the masses. How long have you been in the mix with exposing what you're talking about today? Just a little bit over 45 years now. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Patrick, still here. you're still here. You're rocking and rolling and you haven't been replaced by a robot yet. Hopefully none of us yeah. will. You didn't see me put on my seatbelt before getting you on this program today, but we're going to get fed a lot of great content. I was reading about the Trilateral Commission and the Council on Foreign Relations almost 30 years ago when I was a teenager. Going strong since, I know we're going to be on the same page here. You're a leading expert on the elitist Trilateral Commission, their policies, achievements, and creating their self-proclaimed new international economic order which is the essence of sustainable development on a global scale. I cannot wait to dig in deep. What is technocracy and how is it currently changing our world? Well, <clears throat> technocracy started back in the 1930s, actually. That's where it was originally like drafted. And it was to be a replacement economic system for capitalism, which engineers at, uh, and scientists at Columbia University were certain that capitalism was dead. That was a Great Depression. It was a horrible time. And uh, so they just kind of got this idea, well, hey, science can solve this. After all, it is the scientific revolution we're in. So they set themselves about creating a brand new economic system from scratch. Nothing like that has ever been done before in history. And they called it technocracy because it was based on, um, of course, technology for one, but it was to be the complete management of all resources within the technique uh, from a standpoint of production and consumption, this is exactly what we see today with sustainable development that the United Nations has uh, has been promoting since 1992. And that's not by mistake either, because there's a, a, a very consistent thread from, 19, from the early 1930s all the way through the historical record until today, when we're dealing with the Great Reset, sustainable development, green economy, green new deal, 
natural capitalism. There's all kinds of synonyms now that are used for this word for technocracy. But when you look at and examine it, it's all the same, and it's very dangerous, extremely dangerous. Okay. Can you give us a couple of bullet points on why this is so dangerous? Well, I can. <clears throat> Number one, uh, the original technocrats, and we see this today too, they wanted to completely remove the layer of political structure in society. They wanted to get rid of all you know, congresses and uh, you know, committees, whatever, that would be elected by the people. They wanted just to remove that. The reason they felt they could do that was because they were going to run the economy scientifically, right, by their algorithms, and therefore there was no need to discuss anything. You know, they said, well, we're right. I mean, what's to discuss? Kind of reminds you of Anthony Fauci, who says the science is settled. You don't need to discuss anything. We don't need to take it to Congress. This is, look, I'm right, you're wrong, you do what I say. Well, that was the heartbeat of technocracy originally. That was very dangerous. The second thing is, it it is headed straight into scientific dictatorship because that's what it requires. If it's not controlled by a, a constitution like we have, and there's other forms of government, but if it's not controlled by a constitution where there are some checks and balances and people have input and so on, then that means you're you're there's somebody's calling the shots and it's not you, it's them. So you know that's that's the other thing in America. This is anti. It's completely anti-American, of course. America's built on choice. We're built on free market economics. We're built on private property. That was another thing, by the way. They wanted to do away with private property altogether. Yeah, That's what made America great, is the, the, the right to own property and enjoy the benefits thereof and do what you want to do. If you want to start a business, great, go start a business. You want to own property, want to buy a farm, be a farmer, fine, go do that. In a technocracy, there's no private property at all. And Klaus Schwab, the head of the World Economic Forum, he says you'll get to the point here very soon where we, you will own nothing and be happy about it. We're seeing that over and over again. You've just described what his phrase means, the behind yes. reasoning of it. You mentioned a couple minutes ago something called sustainable development. For the people not familiar with what that is, can you kind of give us the history, who's behind it, and why they're trying to shove it down our throats? Well, it is technocracy, number one. I argue this very pointedly in both of my books, that, that sustainable development is the same thing. The reason it is is because the uh, the Trilateral Commission, which was formed in 1973 by David Rockefeller and Zbigniew Brzezinski, they picked up technocracy from Columbia University, repackaged it. Brzezinski called it the technotronic era. That's where we're headed. Rockefeller saw the promise in it because it was could potentially be the biggest resource grab in the history of the world. Uh, that is getting all the resources away from those pesky little people out there and into his hands. <laughs> and so they picked up technocracy and they call it the new international economic order. Well, it worked its way through the 70s and 80s into sustainable development in 1992. The entire sustainable development doctrine that was presented uh, at the Rio de Janeiro conference, it was called the first Earth Summit in Rio, um, it was credited to two people. One was Gru Harlan Brundtland. Who, was, uh, who headed the Brundtland Commission to come up with our common future concept. That was the introduction to sustainable development, by the way. That The other person was James Jim McNeil from Canada, Canadian uh, uh, intellectual mucky muck. And um, he had been writing papers and books for the Trilateral Commission for some time. Wow. Two people, per, two people created the entire doctrine of sustainable development and passed it off to the United Nations. 
and they called it sustainable development. So the name yet changed again. First, there's technocracy. Then there's a new international economic order. Then there's sustainable development. And it's had other name changes since then, like the Great Reset right now. And it's all the same thing. When you look at it, it's a resource-based economic system where there is no private property. There is no um, uh, ability to accumulate wealth. And all the resources are managed by them, and you will own nothing. Now they're coming out just flat out saying it like Schwab. He says, by 2030, you'll own nothing and be happy. Well, you can forget the be happy business. You will not be happy if you own nothing. So, Yeah, and many of us, if we even live to 2030 with what they're doing right now to depopulate the planet, it's insane what's going on, yeah. but it all makes complete sense. Patrick, you got me rolling here with what you just said. This is the COVID-19 roadmap. What is really going on and why? I shared this over the last two years in this program. There are 12 nasty steps to this. It'll be in the show notes, everybody, for you to get your hands on. It is from dissidentsignpost.org, D-I-S-S-I-D-E-N-T, signpost.org. You'll get it in the show notes, everybody. The 12th step, because we're on like step nine or 10 right in the middle of here. It says 21st century communism, fascism. It states, if allowed, the new normal will be a depopulated, cleaned up, high-tech, dehumanized, totalitarian dictatorship run as a biomedical police state by technocrats for the benefit of a tiny billionaire elite. This is exactly what you're talking about. This is a jaw dropper. COVID, I believe, was created and caused to get us to the point of total totalitarianism regime. What are your thoughts on that? Well, the goal is to is to accumulate all the resources. That's always been the goal, to get all the resources out of the hands of nation states and individuals into a global common trust that could be managed by this uh, this elite crowd uh, at the top, the people like that belong to the World Economic Forum, for instance, and some people at the United Nations. That's always been the goal. And people like David Rockefeller and, and his crowd are all monopolists. They want it all. They don't want to leave anything, no, no crumbs for people whatsoever. Some have called this neo-feudalism because, you know, it's a few owning everything else. Yes. <laughs> and everybody else has to squat on the back 40 and try and make a living. And most of what you make will be given back to the, to the landowners. Well, this, is, this differed significantly from communism, Marxism, and socialism. Back in the day, in the, in the 1930s, uh, well, the 20s and 30s were a cauldron of things going on. You had a big fascist movement in America. You had a communist movement in America. You had... Um, you know, debating societies on Marxism and uh, these other things. And then you had technocracy. Technocracy hated the communists. The communists hated the technocrats. Wow. <laughs> and you look, I, I had to go back and read the original newspaper articles from that day to really confirm this, that there was this animosity. The reason was the technocrats said that a resource-based economic system requires an accounting system that is otherworldly to the price-based economic system that we know where you have money and, you know, supply and demand and things are scarce, price goes up, things are plentiful, price goes down. They wanted to control everything but using energy as the accounting system. Wow. They wanted to stay energy in and energy out. So they proposed a, a an energy script to be given to everybody in the technate that would be derived by taking the expected amount of energy to be introduced into the economic system dividing by the population and handing everybody, simply handing them a universal basic income script where they could go out and buy goods and services based on the energy that it took to make those goods and services. 
So things would be priced, you see, according to energy. You would have an energy script. The prices would be determined not by supply and demand, but by the amount of energy that went into them. This rankled the communists altogether. They wanted nothing to do with that kind of a system. They said, nope, money is fine. And the technocrats said, you're all crazy. And so it was almost to the point where, you know, if a technocrat saw a communist on the other side of the street, he'd to run over and pop in the nose. Oh. <laughs> it was, it was got very hot at times. This animosity today between, between the Marxist segment, if you will, society and technocracy is completely divided. And, um, Having said that, though, I'm not claiming that Marxism is not a big deal. They have become, the Marxist element has become the useful idiots for the technocrat class, <laughs> where they are using the, the, the Marxist crowd to destroy the fabric of society all around the world. This has been what's happened. This is a great destroyer. Well, why do they need to destroy you know, the economic system. Well, they thought it was going to die in 1932. They were sure it was going to die. They were so sure they never even took precautions to euthanize it, right? So it came back to life. And today, if they want to get technocracy going today, they have to kill our current economic system altogether. In other words, scorched earth policy. Can we say build back better? This yes. is <laughs> this is the concept worldwide. National leaders saying, build back better, build back better. When do you build back better? When your house burns down or, you know, something happened, your business collapses and you go bankrupt, right? You say, well, I'm going to go back at it. Next time I'm going to build back better. That phrase always is, is the, the assumption is something burned down or was destroyed altogether. And then you build back better. And we can see what's currently being destroyed and the Build Back Better theme is just creating a big bomb around our globe. It will absolutely backfire for us patriots who love our country and for the people that want to survive around this globe. Mm -hmm. Don't go anywhere, Patrick. I am dying to ask you about transhumanism right after a word from our sponsors. The public education system is a burning building. But our children don't have to be trapped in the flames of anti-God, anti-American, and anti-freedom agendas. Rescue your children today. My Father's World can help. With a Bible-centered, complete curriculum for preschool through high school, My Father's World returns the focus to God, family, community, and patriotism. Join the nearly 250,000 families who have already escaped public education through homeschooling. My Father's World can also help you bring real education reform to your community with a micro-school or Christian school. Visit mfwbooks.com slash Fortina or scan the QR code for more information and get your special offer. That's mfwbooks.com forward slash the number four Tina. For homeschool, micro-school, and preschool, My Father's World is your solution. Have you ever wanted to start a charity or ministry? Launching a nonprofit can be time-consuming, expensive, and overwhelming. If you have a vision and mission, but don't know where to start or how to raise donations, Capstone Legacy Foundation is your solution. Their ministry charity project allows you to receive tax-free donations without the expense and hassle of forming your own 501c3 and in less than 48 hours. This ministry partnership fund is exactly how Counterculture Ministries got its start, and we grew quickly. Capstone Legacy Foundation handles all your legal and accounting paperwork, 
allowing you time to develop the ministry and message God gave you. Call Capstone today at 610-688-8890 or check out capstonelegacy.org for more information. And tell them Tina sent you. Partner with Capstone Legacy Foundation to transform our culture for Christ and get your nonprofit started today. The Counterculture Ministries team put our heads together and created the Pop Culture Purge Tour. This event can be half a day, full day, or two day event loaded with eye-opening, life-changing speakers who have survived or experienced some of the most wild situations in life and are on fire to share their stories. We have people on our speaking team talking about the satanic symbolism, sexual abuse, and sex trafficking, the public school pipeline to Planned Parenthood. That one's a showstopper. A gifted singer-songwriter who has a workshop entitled From Me, Me, Me to Christ in Me. A former news anchor reporter talking about mainstream media madness. Another woman who's a mother of nine and business owner talking about the education indoctrination. An ex-alcoholic and people pleaser, my dear husband, who's talking about identity crisis. A former homosexual now pastor. A pro-life activist giving her abortion reversal success story and so much more. If you want more info on this life-saving tour, text the word TOUR to the number 55444. Once again, TOUR to the number 55444 to get info on all the different speakers that are available and contact Christy on our team to book an event in your city, town, or backwoods. We've been all over the place, from schools to prisons to cruise ships. Let's do this. Uh, Patrick, we are back. My brain is on fire. My gears are grinding to the point where they're they're squealing up there. I'm um, going 90 miles an hour. You got to tell me here and tell the crowd, what is transhumanism and how is that related to technocracy? That's a great question. Here's the, here's the way I put it to people now. I usually, I give a little bit of work up to it, but here's the idea. Technocracy concerns the transformation of society, the economic system and the political system as well. It is the structure of society that's changing right now. This is the great reset that's, uh, that uh, Schwab and the World Economic Forum talk about. Mm-hmm. But transhumanism, on the other hand, <clears throat> is the transformation of humanity, of humans. And the idea is that, uh, that old-fashioned 1.0 humans are not really suitable to go into uh, the fourth industrial revolution, you know, like the new great reset. What, in other words, you get past the reset. We're post-reset now. What are people going to look like? Well. You don't put you don't put new wine into old wineskins, right? That's even a biblical concept, actually. You put new wine into new wineskins because when they stretch, then it doesn't burst and you have a big mess on the floor. Well, this is the concept with transhumanism and society technocracy. New economic system, new everything type of a structure of total scientific dictatorship you now need to put into it humans 2.0. And the idea here is to engineer humanity. uh, That is through genetic engineering primarily, but the merging of technology into the human condition to create a super race, a master race, kind of, you know, you think a little bit back to the master race in in Nazi Germany. That was their idea. They wanted to, you know, create a master race of people. Yes. That um, they want to create this new, this new uh, class of humanity that will be genetically engineered, genetically altered, and changed in such a way that they will fit into this new utopian-like system. Okay. Wow, you explained that so well to me. I've heard many different people talk about it, radio programs, TV shows, conferences live. 
And none of them explained it the way you just did. So thank you for that very clear explanation. I'm, I'm getting it. They have to change us in order to make us fit what they want the world to look like. We're going to do a short commercial break. When we come back, I've got to talk to you more about all of the information you just gave us and how it's connected to the climate change hoax right after this. Hi, this is Kevin Sorbo, and I want to introduce you to Equipping the Persecuted and their important work in Nigeria. The mission of Equipping the Persecuted is, as the name states, to equip our brothers and sisters in any way that we can. People in Nigeria are suffering at the hand of terrorists for their faith in Jesus. Sadly, very little is being done to create a lasting solution. That's where we step in. Our goal is to protect, rebuild, and strengthen families in both body and spirit. We are prepared with the resources necessary to respond after an attack. We provide medical aid, food, and a team to pray and comfort victims. Our persecuted brothers and sisters need your help. Take action today with a monthly gift of $20 or more at equippingthepersecuted.org. That's equippingthepersecuted.org. Thank you for your time. With all of the recent changes in the political and financial markets, there has never been a better time than right now to invest in silver and gold. When governments simply print billions of dollars in paper money in hopes of solving financial shortfalls, you know that it is time to buy and hold assets of true and lasting value. Free information is available to you right now by calling 888-747-3309. Whether you are a new investor or you're interested in preserving the value of your retirement accounts, we make it easy for you to make smart decisions for your financial future. The specialists at Cornerstone are here to serve you, work to satisfy your retirement goals, and communicate with respect. Call us right now at 888-747-3309. That's 888-747-3309. Or visit us online at cornerstoneassetmetals.com. That's cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Patrick, unbelievable. Thank you for your content. Thank you for your brain and doing research on these globalists for the last 40, 50, I don't want to age you here, 60 years. Since you've been three years old, basically, you've been doing research on these people. Thank you for exposing them. This week, we're talking about climate change hoax and everything of what you just shared, technocracy, technocracy, am I saying it right? I got to get used to that. That's right. Technocracy, AI technology, all of it. It does connect with the climate change hoax. Can you give us a one-two punch on how it is absolutely tied with that bomb? The whole climate change uh, nonsense from day one, we go back to the early 1970s, it's all been for one sake, and that is to either usher in the new economic, new international economic order, now it's, it's sustainable development. There's only one solution ever offered for anything these people do. It's sustainable development. That's where we have to go, folks. Turn it over to the United Nations. There's never a plan B to fix capitalism or free market economics or whatever. It's always, we got to do this. We have to go over here and do sustainable development. How have they done that? Well, a fear-mongering is a thing of the day. Climate change alarmism has nothing to do with the climate whatsoever. In my opinion, nothing to do with climate whatsoever. Yep. It's, about, it's about stumping up fear to drive people into sustainable development so that they will voluntarily give up their resources, et cetera, et cetera, and control over to these people who are represented like by people like the World Economic Forum now. Okay. You remember well, you won't remember. Back in the 70s, the big thing in the 70s was global cooling. 
oh my gosh, they said we're going to freeze to death. We have to take measures right away. There was an energy crisis in the early 70s. It was horrible. The same MO by the same people. It didn't work back then, but they just kept coming back. Now today we have an energy crisis again. We have a, you know, a climate crisis again. The only reason we have those things is simply to drive the world into sustainable development. Okay, and we know that that is hogwash. What I can't stand is when they use terms like sustainable development, just like the guise of planned parenthood, anything to do with becoming a parent. Also, sustainable development has nothing to do with being sustaining our globe. It's just, it's unbelievable. Food and Drug Administration, don't even get me started. How does food and drug even go together? Once again, technocracy, the hard road to world order. You've also got, technocracy rising, the Trojan horse of global transformation. Got to get our hands on that. And then you mentioned the book that's going to hopefully be out by the end of November, early December, The Evil Twins of Technocracy and Transhumanism. This is a must read, everybody. Sign up and subscribe so you know exactly when it's going to be released in the upcoming weeks at patrickwood.substack.com. That's Wood dot substack.com. You're doing phenomenal work. You're helping us connect the dots. That's half the battle and you're pumping out truth. <laughs> That's hard to find. So thank you for what you do. I, I told the rest of the guests this week, I'm anti-clone, but I want to clone you. Thank you for everything you're doing to wake up the masses. Excellent work, young man. Excellent work. My pleasure, Tina. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for the Counterculture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counterculture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically-based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting counterculturemom.com or by texting the word DONATE to the number 55444. That's counterculturemom.com or text the word DONATE to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled. If you love this show, you can stay up to date on the latest critical issues affecting your family by catching all of our weekly episodes with resource links, signing up for our e-newsletter, and downloading our Counterculture Mom app, where you get timely pop culture alerts. Visit counterculturemom.com for more details. And be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Counterculture Mom Show with Tina Griffin, where we are rewriting Hollywood script for our kids. 